0: The following is another sports presentation of Platte River Radio. PlatteRiverPreps.com presents High School Basketball. goes all the way down to the baseline, and the bounce pass is going to be intercepted. Amherst forces yet another turnover, and on the run here is going to be Adelung. Adelung runs, floats, and scores. And the rebound brought down by St. Cecilia. Into the front court with it. Farmer finds Sealy. Back door wide open. Easy bucket. Nice pass by Grant Farmer. Today, it's live coverage of the ninth Annual Heartland Hoops Classic from Grand Island. Roweder goes back, Thomas knocked away. Cleveland makes the steal. First turnover of the game. Cleveland all the way to the other end. Throws it off the glass and got whacked on the arm. A chance at a three-point play. Some of the state's best high school basketball teams are paired against each other in today's ninth annual Heartland Hoops Classic. The action culminates in Nebraska's top team, Omaha South, battling Overland, a top team in Colorado.
1: All the excitement is coming up next, but first the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Heartland Benson in Grand
0: Island right after this word from New Tech Seed.
2: And
1: good evening, we are live here at the Heartland Events Center, the Heartland Hoops Classic, continuing on here. I'm Brandon Peoples, alongside Nick Quering. We welcome you in here to the New Tech pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leaders. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and chemical. Well, uh, we've had five games in the books so far, as you might have heard earlier on ESPN Superstation. We had Adam Central defeating Columbus SCOTUS in the latest contest, 61-52. Prior to that, we had Seward defeat Grand Island Central Catholic by a score of 57-25. to And Winnebago, 80-78, winner over Gothenburg earlier, the... Uh, First contest heard earlier on 98-9 this morning. Amherst defeated Rooney-Davenport, Shickley, 70-40, and Riverside over Clearwater Orchard, 71-48. Now we get you set for Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Sydney. Two very good ball clubs, the number one team in Class E2 and St. Cecilia, the number three
3: team in Class B with the Red Raiders of Sydney, Nick. You know it's going to be a tough one for uh, St. Cecilia, but it's always good to play up, see what kind of competition, you know, where you stack up in the uh, overall general scheme of things but yeah i think we're set for a great game here this evening
1: absolutely uh, saint cecilia has played in a lot of close games here we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a moment and we uh, have a very fast-moving tournament here this evening uh, we will step aside and let you hear from some of our great sponsors bringing you our action tonight we'll do that right now here on classic Hits
2: 98.9 i grew up in
1: india and then did residency in three different countries I've always wanted to be a doctor and then while I was in medical school, I saw this 25-year-old woman with two little children diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a life-shattering experience for her and her entire family. Then helping her get through it, that was very challenging and fulfilling to me. Mary Landing Hospital has everything to offer, bringing the best possible care to the people here in their community. I'm just very happy to be here and to be able to help each and every patient that walks through the door and bring a smile to their faces. I am
4: Shamila Gark, Medical Oncologist at Morrison Cancer Center.
0: Mary Lane Healthcare, your care, our inspiration.
1: I would back here to the event center continuing on here with the uh, Harlan Hoops classic tonight, St. Cecilia and Sydney getting set for this matchup. And, uh, we walk you back into the Nebraska land national bank broadcast booth, local people, local decisions, local ownership, Nebraska land national bank member FDIC. Well, we're, we, uh, both work at the Hastings stations here and we're very familiar with St. Cecilia. We know, uh, the athletes they've had here, yes. not maybe as familiar as with Sydney here, you and I, but, uh, what does St. Cecilia like to do,
3: Nick? Well, you know, they, they really like to control the ball. And, you know, I know Coach Asher preaches about turnovers all the time. You know, and I think, of what we're going to do is we're going to have a couple big guys down inside here as both teams have a kid that's six. So, you know, I think we're in for a good one. Yeah, the post, uh, maybe we won't
1: have quite the uh, three-point shootout that we had lot in no. the last game. But, uh, yeah, St. Cecilia does have a lot of heights. Uh, there with uh, Zach Hittman, six six. Derek Boyd at 6 five. Let's run through the uh, starters here real quick. Here's the game about ready to tip off here in a moment. The uh, starters brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Carney. First for the Saint Cecilia Blue Hawks of Hastings, they'll go this way. Dayton Seeley, he's a six foot one inch senior. Grant Schmidt, a six foot three inch junior. Derek Boyd, six foot five and a senior. Brooks Asher is a six two senior. Zach Kitten, a 6'6 senior. Head coach of the Blue Hawks is Kevin Asher, assisted by Greg Burnt, Mike Alzman, and Josh News. Again, it's Dayton Seeley, Grant Schmidt, Derek Boyd, Brooks Asher, and Zach Kitten. For the Sydney Red Raiders, they'll go this way. Brady Radcliffe, a 5'9 inch senior. Ryan Burner, a 6'2 senior, Cutter O'Connell, a 6'3 senior, Tyler Winholz, a 6'4-inch senior. And Zach Means, a 6'6 junior. Head coach of the Sydney Red Raiders is Eric Cole. He's assisted by Sean Dillahay, Ryan Plummer, and Brian Schoening. Again, Brady Radcliffe, Ryan Berner, Cutter O'Connell, Tyler Winholtz, and Zach Means for the Red Raiders. Sydney is 21-1 and on the season, while St. Cecilia is 16-4. and and uh, we were talking a little bit before this game got, Yeah, that uh, St. Cecilia's played in a lot of close games
3: this year. You know, both these teams have really played in a lot of close games. Uh, St. Cecilia's lost some nail biters. You know, the only difference really is that the close games that Sydney's played in, they've been able to get a, get out of the gym with a victory. You know, I know they have a couple two-point wins. I know, th- I know they've won one by one. Uh, they beat Lexington, I think, by two. I believe it was 58-56. So, you know, both of these teams are tested. They know what they want to do. And we'll see what happens here.
1: Uh, it's always interesting when you get those teams out west. You get a good team from out west, and you always wonder how are they going to compare when they start playing towards the east here. Yep. It's uh you play who's on your schedule, and that's all you can yeah. do. But the, 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 there's no doubt St. Cecilia is a very tough competitor in Class B, but they're playing up in class
3: today. Definitely playing this Class B school from Sydney as they've come all the way from out west. And, you know, like you were saying, it, it's hard to tell uh, for us anyway. I'm sure they're fully confident in their abilities, you know, out west and, you know, know how good they are. Uh, but it is. It, it's always a test for these teams to come all the way out here and, Compete against some of the some of these more local schools. So, but I mean, 21 and one—that's not a joke. So, I'm no. sure they'll be just fine.
1: Absolutely, they had a good football team this year as well. They were, their boys' sports have been very up this season. The Red Raiders being introduced here—they
3: got some big kids over there, that's for sure.
1: Absolutely, they sure do. <laughs> and uh, Saint Cecilia going to be in their road blue uniforms tonight. Saint Cecilia across the uh, chest there in white print. White trim. They'll be going right to left, and I believe in in uh, Sydney wearing their white and red, white uniforms, red numerals, red trim.
3: It's going to be an exciting volume. How do you feel about playing basketball in the long sleeves? In the long sleeves? Yeah.
1: No, I, I like the
3: tanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be the tank tops. Not a fan of the long sleeves either. Uh, I like- always felt like it just restricts your arm movement.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd much rather, I'm much. I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> Zach means tipping it up against uh, Zach Kitten, and the opening tip goes to Saint Cecilia, going right to left, and the ball controlled in the forecourt by Dayton Celia ahead to Derek Boyd, I'm working around the perimeter to the right side. Now down along the baseline, laid it up, and left short by Derek Boyd, but he is fouled. What?
3: I mean that's that's a great start right there for Saint Cecilia. Get the ball right inside, draw a foul, and if you could put one of the, if you could put Sydney's big fella in foul trouble early, that would be huge for the Blue Hawks.
1: And Zach Means whistled for the foul, and meanwhile, Derek Boyd drains the first free throw. Second one on the way is all, is off the rim, and a rebound out to the Red Raiders. So we'll see how they open up on their first possession. Ball controlled by Brady Radcliffe in the forecourt, guarded by Dayton Seeley. They're working around the right wing to Cutter O'Connell. Now deep in the high post, ball deflected but retained by Sydney, as in control by Tyler Windholtz. Now working around left wing, up top to Ryan Burner, deep on the corner. Now it's controlled by Radcliffe driving to the hoop and a layup by the big man he is left short. Cutter O'Connell with a little bit of a reverse layup and it goes
3: out of bounds back to Sydney. That's pretty obvious. he wants to get the ball inside. Inbound pass to
1: Windholz. He holds up top of the key. Now hands it off to Cutter O'Connell, just trying to get a good shot here. Now they get one over to the right wing. Looking down low underneath. Layup, left short by Ryan Berner. St. Cecilia comes up with it. And here we go
3: the other way. Brooks Asher brings it up the floor. That's about the fourth time uh, between these couple of games that I've seen the ball go off the side of the backboard down on that end.
1: And it's definitely not a pretty thing offensively. Brooks Asher drives inside, no good. Rebound pulled down there by Sydney. 1-0 is our score here, just a free throw made so far.
3: Good spin move. Good spin move. Yeah, good
1: spin move. There, you're right. Winholtz. Tyler Winholtz gets the basket. It's two to one. Red Raiders. Saint Cecilia almost, almost turning it over in the backcourt there. I feel a little bit of backcourt pressure. Uh, Blue Hawks have it. Sealy on the left wing. Holds. Now dribbles with the right hand. Up top to Asher. Now they're working around the right side to Schmidt. Schmidt dribbles around. For an open man over deep on the wing, cutting into the hoop. Zach Kitten in the paint, driving to the left, it short. We get a whistle and a foul.
3: Wow, if that's on, if that's on, means for Sydney, that's his second. Nope. Wind holds there.
1: Two two team fouls early. Here uh, we've just played a little over two minutes on the Red Raiders, and a free throw made by Saint Cecilia. That's uh, Zach Kitten there.
0: Jake
1: Heron. Like Jake Heron checking in for Sydney, as Means takes a breather.
3: That was a big body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Another free throw made by Zach Kitten, a lead now 3-2 for the Blue Hawks early on here in the first quarter.
3: All free throws for St. Cecilia. Yet to get a basket to fall from the field. Yeah, Win holds. Well, they go right to him.
1: And they kick it back out now to Brady Radcliffe. Coach, I wish that coach for Sydney would sit down. He's right in my view. <laughs> He's not short. No. And now ball deflected. St. Cecilia going the other way with it now is Dayton Seely Brings it up the floor. Lay up. No good, but another foul. And St. Cecilia
3: getting the free throw line early. All their points so far come from the free throw line. Got a chance for two more. Not good for Sydney to get in this deep of foul trouble early in this game.
1: Blue Hawks are showing that they want to get to the hoop and, and force their way in there any way they can.
3: Being very aggressive, getting the ball into the paint early in this game.
1: Seeley's first free throw is be racked off the front of the rim. Mitch Porter going to check in for Sydney and place of Brady Radcliffe? A little bit taller. He's six
3: foot three. And the second free throw left short. Wow. I think mean, you really got to hit your free throws. That's just something that I've seen this year. I've, apparently uh, free throw shooting in high school basketball is not at the premium that it used to be.
1: Mitch Porter, left wing, dishes it to Jake Herron. Ahead to Tyler Wendholtz. Winholtz trying to get into the paint. Now a little give up. Three-point shot on the way by Mitch Porter. Won't go. Ball saved inbounds by Saint Cecilia.
3: Saved by Schmidt down there in the far corner. As
1: Zach Kitten came up with it here, and now gives off to Grant Schmidt, who brings it up the floor. Schmidt, the six-foot-three-inch junior, they give off to Asher. Now in the corner, Zach Kitten. Both of these teams just kind of playing slow tempo. And now driving into the, back of the lane, given off to Derek Boyd. They kick it back out on the perimeter now. Asher between the circles. Dribbles between the legs. Now we'll reset. Looks to his coach for the sign. Open around left wing. Looks like Boyd thought about the three instead of the Now an open three on the right wing. Good.
3: Brooks Asher connects. And only ran him through. So he, he got rid of the ball there at the top of the key. Ran through a couple screens. Curled back out to the corner there. Wide open. Good shot.
1: St. Cecilia being very patient here tonight, uh, offensively so. Far. Now a ball loose on the floor. Who's going to come up with it? It looks like St. Cecilia maybe still loose.
3: Body's all over the floor right now. But but called, no whistle, no whistle. Looks like they called a jump ball there. And that uh,
1: possession arrow brought to you by the special people at Asara a Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Carney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri Cities and beyond. Sydney basketball as they keep it on the alternating arrow. Into the hands of Jaeger Price, who's just checked into the game, and
3: he drains the three. There was not a St. Cecilia player anywhere near him. Easy shot right there. Warm-up jumper and a turnover.
1: Yeah, it looked like uh, Seth Kierkegaard has checked in. He just lost the dribble off of his knee. And so it's Sydney Ball with a chance to grab the lead here, down 6 5. Bringing it up the floor very slowly is Cutter O'Connell, guarded closely by Kierkegaard. Now a nice give and go, laying up it and it. in. Let's see, who was that? That was O'Connell? Cutter O'Connell, okay, yeah. 7 6 lead now for Sydney. Asher thought about the three and ever so slightly hesitated and went up. Came off the floor, just what they called for the travel.
3: Travel call over there by Jimmy Langan. He's a good guy. An emphatic travel
1: call. <laughs> Cutter oh. O'Connell brings it up the floor, again guarded by Kierkegaard. Into the hands now of Mitch Porter on the left wing in the left front court. They're working around the right side of the perimeter now, looking for something open, looking to drive goes Cutter O'Connell. That's a physical game so far, early. Nothing open down low. St. Cecilia forces a turnover. Derek Boyd, the tall guy, bringing it up the floor into the hands of
3: Asher. And these teams, size wise, you know, they're fairly evenly matched, you know, and early on here, up as we.
1: Great Saint call right there. Yes, yeah, goes out of bounds right here in front of us on the Sydney bench.
3: Back to the Blue Hawks. Uh, but these teams, uh, like I was saying, they look pretty evenly matched early on. Uh, nobody's running away with it or anything like that. So St. Cecilia playing up in class and looking like they belong, that's for sure.
1: Trey Asher's now checked into the game. He controls, dishes it off to uh, Alex Tino, who's checked into the game. So we've got some new players out there. Kierkegaard shoots the three and connects. Thought maybe he had a foot on the line, but no, they call it a three. That's 9-7 in favor of the Blue Hawks.
3: Pretty good shooting early on. We got a pretty good pace. Wendholz
1: bringing it up. Trying to work something on the left side here. Now it moves to the right. Working into the corner deep on the wing. Into Brady Radcliffe, who's back in there. Down low underneath. And Jake Heron. Big fella. He puts it up and in. It's tied at 9. A minute 30 to go here in the first quarter. Blue Hawks work along the perimeter, left side. Kirkegaard comes right now, goes left to Grant Schmidt. Schmidt has the ball back up top to Asher. They're working around the right side now.
3: Back to Tino, and now Schmidt guarded there by uh, Winholtz. Sydney playing man-to-man defense right here. Saint Cecilia trying to run him through some screens they're not able to get anywhere as we get a foul call right there on uh was that Jake Heron for Sydney. Yeah, it was away from the basketball. Not too pleased
1: with the call either. So foul was on the floor and that's uh, his first well, team foul number 2 on or team foul number 4 on Sydney. From the baseline, Blue Hawks will enter it into Asher for three good. Brooks Asher with the tray That's 12-9. Asher's looking good early. Here come the Red Raiders back the other way. Radcliffe guarded by Dayton Seely, in the forecourt. Now finds the lane to the hoop, kicks it out. Left wing, three on the way, no good. And pulled out of there on the rebound by Dayton Seely on the weak side.
3: St. Cecilia looking to push right to the bucket right there.
1: And there's Asher again. Lays it up and in. 14 to 9. Sydney ball in the front right court. Down under 30 seconds as Tyler Winholtz with the ball. now cuts Nice crossover. Cross. Yeah, very good. But that was cut off in the paint. Now they bring it back outside.
3: That was good help right there by Zach Kidden to St. Cecilia's. The Sydney player had a lane to the basket if Kid doesn't slide over and get the help and hope oh, Almost a turnover there, but it looks like Sydney will keep the ball. Yeah,
1: Brooks Asher popped it out of the hands of the Sydney player there, but then it goes out of bounds. Some uh, fans have some great seats on the other end of the floor here, right on the uh, far sideline. Courtside seats for these guys, down to 10 seconds to play. Brady Radcliffe lost the dribble, but able to get it to his teammate, down to three seconds. They're going to have to shoot it here. Winholtz spins around, puts it up from 15 feet away, and just misses. And we have completed one quarter of play here at the... Heartland Events Center with our score, St. Cecilia 14 and Sydney 9. We'll take a break. Back with more basketball right after this on Classic Hits.
0: located in Sutton.
4: The train tracks are gone and over time things change. But Vaughn's Printers continues to be your full service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vaughn's Printers will customize your own logo. Print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full service printing experts. For over eighty-five years, locally owned and operated, Vaughn's Printers, second and East Side Boulevard in Hastings.
1: Saints Cecilia, leading here, fourteen to nine as we start the second quarter. It's a Red Raider basketball, controlled by Brady Radcliffe. They go left to right here. Radcliffe goes to the left wing. Now in trouble, picks up the dribble, gets it out to Cutter O'Connell. He'll shoot the three. Deep. Good. Cutter O'Connell, the six-three senior. Another manette there. It's fourteen to twelve now. Saint
3: Cecilia. That was a deep three right there by O'Connell. Gives him five points for the game.
1: Woolhawks working up on the top of the key there. Now it's a Kirkegaard for three, and
3: nothing but net there. Both teams trade threes. 17-12 our score. You really got to close out a little bit better than that if you're Sydney. You can't give him that much airspace. You really got to get a hand up in the face of the St. Cecilia shooters.
1: Once again, O'Connell driving to the lane, but left it short. Sydney. Or Saint Cecilia rather comes up
3: with the rebound. Strong rebound there.
1: Brooks Asher top to Derek Boyd. Boyd drives, lost the ball, stolen right out of his hands. Brady Radcliffe comes up with it. The Red Raiders looking to score here. Now on the baseline, Winholtz kicks it back out for three. No good. Brady Radcliffe shot the ball there, and now we get a tie-up. The possession arrow pointing
3: in the way of Saint Cecilia. I said he's got a pretty good rotation. Looks like they're playing about eight players right now. And between, uh, who was that? Who was number three? Between Means and, uh, I forgot his name. Heron.
1: Yeah. St. Cecilia with the ball. Laying it up and in is Zach Kitten, and he draws a foul. Chance for an and one right here. our score, St. Cecilia dominating right now here in the early goings of this one. I'll tell you what, St. Cecilia plays very patient. I mean, they they wait for the right shot. They don't force any bad ones, at least early on here.
3: No, you know, they don't play out of control. There's not, you know, they don't play at a frenetic pace, but they do get the ball up and down the floor. But like you were saying, their shot selection is very good.
1: Kitten misses the free throw. Here comes Sydney back the other way. Wendholz with it, now dribbles, picks up the dribble, kicks it out on the wing to Heron. Heron has it, now he'll give it off to his teammate O'Connell. O'Connell playing about 25 feet away from the hoop, over to the left wing, and they try to get a pass deep on the right side to uh, Cutter O'Connell, but it was deflected by a St. Cecilia player.
3: I believe that was Asher there getting onto the floor. Or nope, that was Kierkegaard.
1: So again, it'll stay with Sydney right in front of the Blue Hawk bench. Brady Radcliffe dribbles with the left elbow. Deep on the wing to Berner. Berner, cross court pass to Mitch Porter. Now a three on the way is no good. Rebound
3: St. Cecilia goes into the hands of Kitten. Sydney's really got to get something going here if they want to stay in this game.
1: That's a seven point ball game, 19 to 12. Blue Hawks. Lead it here. Zach Kitten finds the um, wingman, Dayton Seely, back to Kitten in the low post. Wants to drive, now falls down, lost the basketball, ball loose, and we're gonna get a tie-up here. That was a third tie-up of the game. We didn't have any we didn't
3: have any in the last game, I don't think. Yeah, maybe one. But yeah. These two teams they are playing physical, Brandon, and nobody's afraid to get on the floor, but as far as offensively for Sydney, they really got to get something going. They have been stale here for a while, not even able to get a really good look.
1: Possession Arrow brought to you by Sarah Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter. Locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Sydney basketball here as Brady Radcliffe dribbles in the, at the timeline here. Ball was uh, stripped away from him, but Jake Heron comes up with it, and St. Cecilia pulls down the loose ball. And a
3: travel called on Zach Kitten. Yep, he just kind of got that rebound, fell down. And I know you and me know this, but you cannot do that.
1: Nope, you got to keep the dribble at all times. <laughs> Even if you're falling down, you got to try to keep
3: the dribble. It's, it's a tough move. Especially for a big fella, plays a lot in the post there, does Kitten. So good effort, good hustle, though.
1: Red Raider ball, Radcliffe into the high post. Tyler Winholds puts up the pull-up jumper, no good. Rebound, Sydney. And now back to Winholtz for the three, and he drains it. What Big shot there for Winholtz. Yeah, they needed that one. As he's now got five points. St. Cecilia ball. It's Asher up in the top of the key. Ball knocked away. Mitch Porter comes up with it one-on-one, and he's going to be
3: fouled on the way to the hoop. It looks like he's going to shoot two. Sydney putting something together here with the ability to cut the lead all the way back down to two and make this a completely new ball game. That's the first Bluehawk foul of the game. And now was, that is impressive. Yeah. It's on Brooks Asher. Mitch. Mitch Porter makes the first one. I Like you were saying, they always seem to play under control and make good decisions, which, you know, one foul with 4.38 left to go in the first half is a testament to that.
1: 1916, St. Cecilia, as Porter makes the second one and cuts the St. Cecilia lead down to two. In 1917, four and a half to play here in the second period. Ball to front court, Trey Asher. And now some tight defense being played by Sydney.
3: Right to the hoop, though, a lane left open for Derek Boyd. You know, they, they set him a screen there, and instead of the switch, they tried to stay with uh, their, the guy that they were defending, and nobody picked up Asher there. Turnaround
1: jumper goes in and out from Jake Heron. And St. Cecilia with the quick rebound. They're quickly up the floor here. Trey Heron, or uh, Trey Asher, rather, gets around a screen to the top of the key. Now dishes it over to Grant Schmidt. Schmidt, hands off. Asher, Asher lane to the hoop. Good. Right through two defenders.
3: Lays it up and in. He's got 10 points. Well, it's four straight now. St. Cecilia answering the Sydney run. Puts him back up by six. Here come the Red Raiders back the other way
1: to the left wing for uh, Mitch Porter. Now he hands it off to Cutter O'Connell, and the ball goes out of bounds. Who was the last touched by? I believe it was touched by the Blue Hawks.
3: Yes, sir. Sydney tried to go back door there. Saint Cecilia able to get a hand on the ball, break up the pass, and prevent the easy layup.
1: A bad pass goes to Cutter O'Connell deep on the right wing. Inside three and a half to go here in the first half, and the ball swatted out of bounds. It'll go back to the Blue Hawks. You're listening to 98.9 Classic Hits KKPR Carney, Brandon Peoples, Nick Queering here with you just after six o'clock. Good ball game so far.
3: Great day for basketball. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Trey Asher brings it up slowly for the Blue Hawks. They go top of the key. Out of the left wing. Wide open three for Brooks Asher, who hits it. It's a nine-point St. Cecilia lead. Biggest of the game. That prompts a Sydney timeout. 3.03 to go here in the first half. It's 26-17 St. Cecilia. And we're back after this. I want to thank all of you for listening here on the radio and also online. Internet streaming being brought to you by the University of nebraska Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. It twenty-six seventeen. Hastings, St. Cecilia, leading it here over the Sydney Red Raiders. Sydney uh, Class B school, St. Cecilia C2. but uh, These
3: two teams playing like uh, they are in the same class.
1: Now, St. Cecilia,
3: I, played, I mean, they do play a lot of Class B teams. Uh, on their schedule throughout the year, so they are not unfamiliar with these kinds of situations.
1: Shot left short under the hoop by Cutter O'Connell, and there for the rebound is the Blue Hawks. Zach Kitten with it on the
3: right front court, driving the hoop. Brooks Asher lays oh, it up. <laughs> wow, what a tough layup. You know, I'm not even sure if he could see the basket, would he toss that one up? Set up a prayer there and got it to <laughs> fall. Everything going St. Cecilia's way right now, up by 11. And Asher is on fire. He's got 15 in the first half.
1: Wow. So there was a foul there on the floor on St. Cecilia. It's their second team foul. I, didn't, I think it was uh, whistled on Schmidt. Back we go the other way. Sydney basketball. Again, uh, Windholtz with it. Pulls up the dribble. Gives to Heron. Heron now will just throw up a three, and it's
3: way short. Off the backboard and rebounded by Saint Cecilia. I am not sure if that's <laughs> if that's the shot that uh, Sydney's head coach was looking for on that possession. Now Asher from way downtown finds it. <laughs> wow, 31-17. It is Brooks Asher 18, Sydney 17 in the first half. Oh my! And he is on fire.
1: Cutter O'Connell will bring it up the floor. A minute 40 to go here in the first half. O'Connell driving kicks it back out to Heron now Heron right between the circles gives it off left wing to O'Connell Trying to drive it and we get a foul maybe uh, let's See here we had a whistle Austin Esch whistled for the foul there for St. Cecilia, that's their third team foul his His uh,
3: first I believe I'll tell you what, the performance that Brooks Asher is putting on in this first half is something else. I mean, it doesn't matter. It it, it doesn't seem to matter what he's throwing up, but it's going in. Now Winholtz
1: driving in the paint, spins around, puts it up and in. Good move to the hoop. And here come the Blue Hawks.
3: Wendholz is going to need some help, though. I mean, Sydney is just having terrible luck getting anything going right now.
1: Uh, Dayton Seeley's three. Goes off the rim. No good. St. looking for another good shot on the perimeter. They're going to get one right here from Grant Schmidt. Off the front of the rim, though. And rebounded by Winholtz. Down to a minute left here in the first half. 31-19 Blue Hawks. And Winholtz looking for an outlet. Now we get a
3: foul underneath on the Blue Hawks. St. Cecilia really bailed him out right there, Brandon. I mean, he had nowhere to go. Uh Pump fake. Got his defender in the air. Now he's going to the line. Stay down, kids. Stay down. And
1: Brooks Asher had, got a little bit of a breather along with his teammate Zach Kidd and looks like they're about ready to check in. The free throw is going to rim off for
3: Tyler Wendholds. I am to Cecilia's head coach, Kevin Asher, I do not bring Brooks out of the game at all. I let him keep firing. And, I mean, it looks like they'll just grow this lead.
1: Yeah, the way it's going right now, Brooks Asher has the hot hand. Second free throw, good for Windholtz. It is thirty-one to twenty, Saint Cecilia, down to fifty seconds to play, and the hands the ball in the hands of Brooks Asher right at midcourt. I want to think about getting two men on him
3: at some point if to not let <laughs> yeah. him get open. You're gonna you have know. to do something. Asher
1: gets open. Oh, gonna drive, and we get a little bit of a. uh,
3: Reach in foul looked like on Sydney. They got him with the body there on the screen as Asher was looking to get around and uh, take that one to the hoop. Might as well foul him. That's
1: a good foul. I think. (laughs) Sixth team foul. They had a foul to give there, so not bad. Zach Kitten now. Well, a nice move to the hoop.
3: Lays it up and in. Virtually untouched. 33 to 20 now. (laughs) His guy went for the steal, left him a wide open lane to the basket. You know, sometimes it pays off to take those risks. However, that time for Sydney it definitely did not and led Kitten right to the bucket and the St. Cecilia 13-point lead. Winholtz.
1: now gives it off to Radcliffe as they're trying to hold for the last shot down inside 10 seconds. Driving to the hoop, O'Connell Ooh. in and out. No good. What down do to three eat? seconds. They're going to try to give it to Brooks Asher here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the buzzer won't count. Actually, that was Dayton Seeley who shot the ball. But a good first half for the Blue Hawks. Oh, they lead at 33-20 to here at the break. We're going to take a timeout step aside and come back and bring you some stats from the first half and more coming up on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show right after this.
2: Young people are the future
4: of agriculture. The Aurora Cooperative is helping to secure that future by offering scholarships to students enrolling in ag-related college majors for the 2016-2017 school year.
2: Graduating seniors as well as current college students qualify. A total of 10 $500 scholarships and 5 $1,000 scholarships will be awarded. You can find more information and the application at auroracoop.com or inquire with your guidance counselor. Deadline for application is March 11th. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities.
1: Welcome back, Brandon Peoples alongside Nick Queering here at the Heartland Hoops Classic, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. And a great first half for the Blue Hawks. They steamroll out to a 33-20 to 20 advantage here. Uh, Sydney had a chance to bring it in a little bit closer. They got it to a tie at one point, or pretty close to a tie. And uh, they've only had the lead once in this game. They had the lead at 7-6. to six. But St. Cecilia's led throughout the rest of this contest, and they've, they've shot very well. They had a great first half from, from Brooks Asher, who's 18 points already. So he's almost totaled what Sydney has on the scoreboard at 20. And uh, if you're curious, here is some of the records of the Heartland Hoops Classic. The record for scoring leaders, 42, recorded last year by Johnny Trueblood of Elkhorn South. Obviously, uh, if Asher's going to do that, he's going to have to play a lot of minutes in the second half. And you know, he's he's almost halfway there. He's got 18, as we mentioned. He'll more than likely get on the on the top list here, as uh, list includes some great names, Neil Gil- uh, Kilchrist of Palmer with 37. It's the second all-time leading scorer here, Wes Eichmeier of Archbishop Bergen and Dwayne Bacon of Oak Hill, Dylan Shank of High Plains, both with 32 points. So uh, he's more than halfway to that. Uh, Zach, <laughs> Brooks Asher very likely going to be
3: one of the all-time scoring leaders here of this tournament. I think for him not to make that list, that Coach Asher would have to take him out of the game. Yeah. I mean, the way that he's playing right now, he's hitting everything from that flip shot between two defenders under the basket to drill on that three from well outside of the three, three, four feet behind the three-point line. I mean, the kid's on fire. And, you know, when, when a young man's playing ball like that, you, you just want to get him the ball and get out of the way.
1: Absolutely. And then, and of course, uh, he's, there's some good congruence
3: on the same Cecilia team. Zach Kitten's having himself quite the game as well. Yep. Yeah, Zach Kitten was six points in the first half, you know, and he's done, he's done a good job not allowing, Sydney to get into the paint on the defensive end, you know I think Kittens made just as big of an impact on the defensive end, than as Asher has on the offensive end. Really making it tough for Sydney to get any good looks. Again, it's 33 to 20. Saint Cecilia has the lead. And uh, what's this? Oh, I, I was I was just looking at the uh, field goal percentages here in the first half, wow. and this is going to blow your mind. In the first half, Saint Cecilia is 12 of 15 from the field. They're shooting 80 percent. Wow. Which is, I mean, that's just otherworldly. And I'm guessing that that probably won't continue in the second half. However, if it does, Sydney's in for for a long afternoon, considering they're only 7 of 20, shooting 35%. And that's not going to get it done. Not a lot of turnovers. In fact, St. Cecilia was six turnovers already in the game. But, I mean, they're beating them on the boards. St. Cecilia with 11 rebounds to Sydney's six. And the three-point shooting, St. Cecilia... Six of seven. Wow. Six of seven in the first half, 86%. I mean, if you're Coach Asher, you really, I, th- I think you're in that locker room and you're telling your guys, forget everything that just happened. And let's go out and play our game again in the second half because of the odds of them ending the game 12 or 14 from three, they're not that good. However, if they do, we're going to have a lot of points on the scoreboard. Absolutely.
1: 33 20 in our score, St. Cecilia with the lead. We'll take another timeout, come back and take a look at some of the uh, keys to the second half right after this on Classic Hits 98.9.
4: Carney.
0: When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today.
1: Tonight's success is brought to you by Pioneer Seed. Representative Craig Weeches, Pioneer knows more about seeds with top yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Science and service, delivering success. What, uh,
3: Nick? Are the seeds to success for the second half? If you're Sydney, you have to guard Brooks Asher. The kid's on fire. I mean, you got to get somebody on him. One, two, three bodies. If you gotta. And you have to play better defense. I mean, just flat out, you cannot allow a team to go 12 of 15 and expect to win the game.
1: So there you go. Tonight's Seeds to Success brought to you by Craig Weachis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. So, where can your growers turn for the latest weather, markets, market updates, and agronomy information to help them get the most out of every acre? That's easy. Pioneer.com and mobilepioneer.com on their smartphone. The uh, the great seeds to success for a better yield start with pioneer Craig Wheatgis. We'll take uh, one more quick timeout, 30-second break, and we'll be back with the second half right after this.
0: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramson will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308 236 9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308. 236-9951. Lock it in. Carney towing and repair.
1: Welcome back in. Second half action getting started here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. It is 3320 Bluehawks with the lead over Sydney. And they've got the basketball too. It's Brooks Asher in the front court. Again, with the hot hand, gets it off to Kitten on the left wing. Guard him. <laughs> <laughs> Kitten spin move, lost the ball, jump ball. And a good start for Sydney here.
3: And again, uh, another tie up situation in this ballgame. More empty possessions that Sydney can force on St. Cecilia, the better chance they're going to have.
1: Red Raiders will bring it up the floor slowly here as it's in the hands of Tyler
3: Winholtz. Winhold's been the easily the most consistent player for Sydney in this game so far. As he'll drive, gonna be stuffed in the paint. That wow. looked like a clean block coming over from the weak side there. Who, who was that coming over from the weak side? I believe Kitten. it was I believe it was Boyd that came over from the weak side. Got the block. But They call it on Kitten. Must have got him with the body on the way up. Two free throws coming for Winholt's first one good. And we're starting to see a little bit better free-throw shooting. <laughs> it seems to be a problem at all levels of basketball at the high school ranks, for most teams anyway. Second one
1: on the way is also good, and it's 33-22. St. Cecilia leading by 11. Dayton Seely across the timeline. Guarded in the forecourt by Brady Radcliffe. Dishes off right side to Beautiful. Asher. Right
3: into Kitten on the nice give-and-go there. See, and that's, you know, that first half that Brooks Asher had is what made that basket for Zach Kitten is Kitten set the screen for Asher, and both defenders stuck with Asher knowing that he's been on fire, which allowed Kitten an easy path to the basket right there. Beautifully ran pick-and-roll. There's
1: Winholtz in the high post, dishes it out. And it's into the hands of Radcliffe now as he'll dribble out along the perimeter. Left side In the Means. who has been quiet here tonight. He's been
3: in some foul trouble. Pretty sure he just switched his pivot foot on that one.
1: Now it's into the hands of Cutter O'Connell. 18-foot jumper. Good. 35-24. Here's Seeley crossing the timeline. Guarded by Radcliffe. Left side, Grant Schmidt. Over to Seeley. And now in the corner, Asher has it. Brooks
3: will give it back off to Grant Schmidt. Looks like they've made a switch, Sydney has as they're still in their man-to-man defense, but they put a different defender on Asher, trying to slow him down, a little bit bigger of a defender. Asher gives off. This time it's Derek Boyd.
1: Left it short on the three. Rebound Sydney. Sydney can cut it to cut it to single digits right here. Zach Means. Uh, Looks like, like he got away with the travel right there. Yeah, teammate O'Connell there. Gives it back to Means, and Means able to lay it up and in. Now we get a foul going the other way here. Tyler winholtz called for the foul, the 6'4 senior. Means comes back out, get a breather, and they bring in Mitch Porter, as well as uh, Ryan or uh, Jake Heron in there as well. St. Cecilia Ball, Dayton Seeley between the circles. Go over to Brooks Asher. Looks down low to Kitten. Kitten double teamed, in trouble. No problem, gets it up, uh, but left it short and
3: does draw the foul. Yeah, you know, they seem to be calling the second half early. I mean, uh, you know, pretty tight. Didn't like, like you said, I mean, there wasn't a lot of contact there, but Kitten's going to go to the line and try to stretch this lead back to double digits.
1: Kitten having himself a good game so far. Yes, sir. He'll dribble a couple times and puts it up and in.
3: Good looking stroke right there from the big man.
1: Yeager Price checking in for Tyler Winnholtz. Seth Kierkegaard also checking in for St. Cecilia. Set the lineups here in a sec. Second free throw, also good, and it's now 37 26. Your five on the floor for Sydney include Cutter O'Connell, Jake Herron. Jaeger Price, Mitch Porter. And now it's uh, into the hands of Heron with the rebound pulled out of there on the loose. On the missed shot there. They had Brooks Asher kind of in, a, in a, a trap here on the near side. He's able to deflect it off of a Sydney player. And they had him trapped down here in the corner right in front of us. Five minutes and 20 seconds to go here in the third. Dayton Seeley with the ball. Goes to the right side, had it knocked away,
3: and goes right in front of the St. Cecilia bench. You know, Sidney's still down by double digits, but they've done a lot better job. Asher hasn't even got a shot up yet, although all the attention that's being paid to him is allowing a lot of his teammates to get some pretty good looks. Asher dishes it off to Kierkegaard. Back to the top of the key to Seeley. Over to
1: Kitten now on the wing, left side. Now Asher controls. Asher drives, puts it up, and in.
3: And as I say it, there it is.
1: Twenty points for Brooks Asher here, leading scorer here in this one. And now Sydney will try to answer back as Cutter O'Connell brings it across. Bounce pass into the corner. Jaeger Price ball knocked away by Brooks Asher. Two on two, going the other way. He'll go up and got tripped
3: up. No foul, it looks like. They're going to give him the good block. I think St. Cecilia will retain possession of the ball, though.
1: On the baseline, Seely looking to enter it in to Kitten. Wide open three, but left just short. Rebound St. Cecilia into the hands of Seely, And as he was going up, he had it stolen away from him.
3: It was a good block there.
1: Sydney ball as O'Connell drives into the high post. Out to Heron now on the perimeter.
3: Lots of motion. Motion offense here from Sydney. Huge screen right wow. there. And that's a foul going to be called on Sydney there on the a moving screen. Ooh. Kirk guard for St. Cecilia was just leveled by that screen by Heron. Said he was moving his feet though, wasn't set, so St. Cecilia will take over possession of the ball. Up 13. 39 26, Blue Hawk lead.
1: In the hands of Trey Asher. He gives it off to Kierkegaard on the right wing. Kierkegaard dribbles with the left elbow over to Trey Asher now on the wing. Left side and works around a screen set by Brooks Asher. Now pulls back out. Standing between the circles is Kierkegaard. Now it's in the hands of Brooks Asher on a nice give down low to Derek
3: Boyd. And Boyd lays it up and in great move by Boyd to give himself space from the big fella heron from sydney easy two for saint cecilia
1: boyd now with five points for the blue hawks it's 41 26. sydney ball heron has it deep on the wing right side bounce pass down low put up and in by Winholtz, and he made a lot out of nothing there 41 28. he was surrounded on the baseline there good pass from his teammate porter and now Brooks Asher driving through two defenders. Lays it up, but no good and does draw a foul. Jake Heron, the guilty party there. I think for Heron, that might be his third or fourth. No?
3: Check that uh, Third foul. I know he's had a few. It's nice. not really a good sign when you have more fouls than points as a player, but Heron's played some good defensive minutes. It's a physical presence on the inside, but St. Cecilia is still able to get some really good looks.
1: Asher makes the first one. He's now got 21 points. Keep an eye on that um, on his scoring here tonight.
3: We got the ticker
0: rolling.
1: (laughs) We got the ticker rolling. (laughs) Second one is also good. So that's 22 for Brooks. 43 28. It's a 15 point St. Cecilia lead. And the Red Raiders will look to enter it here, facing a little bit of backcourt pressure. Cincinnati trying to turn it up just a little bit here. O'Connell will bring it up the floor. Almost knocked away. Kierkegaard, good play. Now it goes to the right wing. O'Connell looking for something down low.
3: Holds. Now dribbles. Trying to run the pick and roll right there
1: holds in trouble down underneath the hoop. Tough shot. Can't get it to go. Rebound. Pulled out of there by Derek Boyd. He started to get the elbows going there. we get a timeout. Two minutes and 40 seconds here in the third quarter. And a 30-second timeout called by St. Cecilia. We'll step aside. Back with more basketball after this.
2: For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics.
1: It is 43-28, Saint Cecilia. Don't forget, two more ball games still to come here on classic hits. We've got Wahoo Newman and Aurora following this one, and then Omaha South against Overland from Aurora, Colorado. Should be a great one. They got a, a commit to Indiana on that on that ball club.
3: Deron Davis, 6'10", very intimidating player. Be exciting, folks. Come on out, check him out. It's not every day you get to see somebody like that around this area.
1: And now a travel right in the middle of the court. Uh, Alex Tino whistled for the violation. I've seen a lot of turnovers from St. Cecilia, especially here in the
3: second half. No, they've, they've taken pretty good care of the ball, made good decisions. You know, that, that's you know, a topic that we've talked about several times already during this game is the decision-making of St. Cecilia is really what set them apart here today.
1: Well, the ball goes out of bounds, stays with, with uh, Sydney here on the near side just across the court here from us. Entered in by Jaeger Price. Cutter O'Connell with it, top of the key. Now dishes off to Radcliffe. He'll drive, put it up, and in.
3: Nice shot. 43-30,
1: our score. St. Cecilia on top. guard looked like he got tripped up. We're now going to get a foul. I've hesitated
3: just a bit. There was an obvious foul. Radcliffe not at all pleased as he slaps the floor there in response to that foul call on him. That's his second following his first basket of the game, which he just got. Now he'll come off the floor and sit down on the bench. Not happy at all with that call.
1: It'll be Brooks Asher to enter it in to uh, Trey Asher. They'll bring it across the timeline. Just about two minutes to go here in the third. A 13-point advantage for the Blue Hawks who have led all But once here in the contest, Sydney led it seven to six, and that's it. But all Saint Cecilia, Asher driving to the hoop, fouled, and call a charge on that one, I think, Brandon. yep. So the Sydney player had his feet set. Asher was like, maybe get a breather here for a bit. 22 points, two fouls for Asher. Sydney Red Raiders have a minute 45 here to try to trim this lead down inside, down, or down to single digits.
3: Yeah, they need to get something going.
1: I think it's key for them to get this down to single digits if they can. Yep. O'Connell with it, driving from the left side. Cut off, but uh, they're going to call a blocking foul, looks like, on Kierkegaard. And so that's going to bring free throws for Cutter O'Connell. How has he done tonight from the
3: uh, line? Cutter O'Connell does not have a free throw yet today. Eight points in the game. He had a three earlier in the quarter here to start it off, but he's been quiet since as Sydney's still down by, well, was 13. Now we'll look at a 12-point lead for St. Cecilia with a minute and 30 left to go in this third quarter.
1: O'Connell now with eight points. A lot, of, a lot of new uh, jerseys, blue jerseys coming in, including Brooks Asher, who had a very short rest on the bench. Zach Kitten also in there as they try to go big. Second free throw is in there. It's an 11-point lead, 43-32. Dayton Celia quickly ahead to Derek Boyd on the left wing. Defense comes out to the perimeter. Boyd. Trying to get rid of it. In trouble, and now gets it to Seeley, who drives the
3: baseline, and he's fouled. Dayton Seeley has yet to score in this game. They really look to him more as a ball handler, distributor, quarterback of the basketball court for their team, if you will.
0: Hmm.
3: Even though I hate all of those sports puns so much.
1: By the way, that's a fourth foul on Windholtz. That's the sixth team foul against Sydney, and uh, it looks like Sealy now finally in the scoring column with his first free throw. Second one on the way is off the rim and into the hands of Zach Means. So here comes Sydney again, down by 12, trying to get this down to single digits if they can. Mitch Porter with it on the wing, right side. Trying to work around a screen. It's knocked away. Sealy comes up with it, but then it's retrieved back by the Red Raiders. Now O'Connell will shoot the three and just missed. Rebound into the hands of none other than Brooks Asher. He's, He's down down everywhere. He sure has. Grant Schmidt driving the paint. Lays it up. Shays hands and lays it up and in. Little well, Dipsy-Doo. Back the other way, 46-32. St. Cecilia has a three on the way. He's left short by Brady Radcliffe, and here come the Blue Hawks, who may hold for the final shot here of the third quarter. And the last layup
3: there for Schmidt, his first points of the game as well.
1: Asher standing right near the timeline, dribble pass over to Zach Kitten. Kitten holds, gives it up top key to Seeley. Now to Asher, driving, lost the dribble. Down to four seconds. Sydney has it with a chance. And they're going to get it off just in time off the front of the rim. Brady Radcliffe had a chance. Left is short. 46-32 is our score after three quarters of play. St. Cecilia on top. We're back with fourth quarter action right after this on Classic Hits.
2: It's the look in their eyes, the smile on their lips, and the big hug you get when you make your Valentine feel extra special with a Valentine's Day
4: gift from Bob Sass Flowers. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. My dad built his business by making special occasions more special with flowers and gifts from classic to the latest trends. A Valentine from Bob Sass Flowers is now what it was then, real people delivering real love, and will be open Sunday, Valentine's
2: Day.
1: Welcome back. We get set for fourth quarter action here. 46-32 lead for St. Cecilia over Sydney. And the Bluehawks looking to uh, move to 17-4 if they can get the, uh, hold on here and get the win. They'll close out their season with Centura on February 19th, which will be Thursday of next week. Or Friday, actually. St. Cecilia basketball here. Grant Schmidt down to Zach Kitten on the baseline. Puts it up and in.
3: Nice pick and roll there for St. Cecilia. Well read there by Schmidt. Kitten, good roll. Found the space. Easy bucket. Now they're up by 17, 16. Sydney ball. They have it up the top of the key.
1: Ryan Berner over to Brady Radcliffe. Down low and ball right off the
3: uh, foot of Jake Heron as he lost the dribble. You know, for a team that's only lost one game this season, you just don't see the, you know, out of Sydney, you know, that you think you would in a game like this.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's been a dominating performance here for the Blue Hawks. Dayton Seeley drives and kicks it out to Schmidt. Now Schmidt, an open lane to the hoop. He'll lay it up and left it uh, just a little short there, a little
3: too strong on the move. Man, he... <laughs> the lane just opened up. It was like the parting of the seas. Yes, it was. There was no one left. Everybody vacated that space. By the time he got to the bucket, though, Sydney had recovered a little bit. Saint Cecilia still keeps possession of the basketball. Now a a
1: uh, shot put up by Schmidt is good. A little soft baby hook there. Fifty to thirty-two. Sydney ball, they are working around the perimeter to Jake Heron, and Heron gonna get fouled there. A blocking foul whistled on Derek Boyd, I believe. And for St. Cecilia, that's just the 14 foul. Sydney with six. Heron gets the entry pass, lays it up and in. So it's a 16-point lead now for the Blue Hawks. 50 to 34. As Seeley has it on the right wing over to Schmidt.
3: And the ball loose on the floor. It's so like Sydney comes up with it down there in that far corner. Hard to see from our angle what happened down there, but Sydney comes back down to this end with the basketball. And it's in
1: the hands of Brady Radcliffe. Sydney cannot leave any points on the board here. They, they've got to score on every possession. Yep. Down 16 with six minutes to go. Windholtz. And there he's got four fouls. They got to be careful with him, too. One of their top scorers. Ryan Burner with the ball. They get it down to Heron. Puts it up. No good. Fight for the loose ball.
3: We may have a tie up here. Not yeah. a physical play as Heron just drops down on top of uh St. Cecilia player right there. They have his Boyd that he fell on right
1: Getting a little bit chippy on the floor, but the refs doing a good job of, of getting in there and separating the boys. Sydney with the basketball on the baseline. Wind holds out to uh, Cutter O'Connell
3: oh. left to short. That was, he had a good look at the basket there off the inbounds play. Sydney wants to have any chance of staying in this game down by 16. You got to get those open looks to fall. Kirkie guard with the ball and we get a,
1: a foul on the floor. The refs. Have blown the whistle a ton here in the second half
3: compared to the first half. You know, I wonder if it's, you know, they feel it may be getting close to getting a little a little more chippy, a little more physical, and they're just trying to set the tone and let these young men know that the guys in the stripes are in charge on this
1: pole. guard on the one-and-one one makes the first. That's now seven for Seth. It's a 51-34 advantage. We thought uh, some of these games would be a little bit closer. We really haven't had a lot of close ones. The last one was a nine-point win for Adam Central. Winnebago and Gothenburg play the closest game of the
3: day here. Yep. You know, and I mean, as we were talking before the game, we did not see this as the outcome. We didn't see the game playing out like this at all. And I imagine most of the people here at this wonderful facility, they didn't see it playing out like this
1: either. Second free throw was missed. More guard now, and Sydney has the basketball in the hands of Winholtz. He'll drive. And Dangerous trauma.
3: pass. Yeah, absolutely. And, Price. Yeah, they really need to start playing with some desperation, or not, maybe not desperation, but some aggressiveness in trying to cut this lead. Good shot there. Good yeah,
1: Winhold comes up with it and in the paint. And we get a timeout called by the Red Raiders. to play here in the fourth quarter. It's 51-36. We're back after this on Classic X.
2: Snow Emergency Sale Gary Michaels has an urgent situation There's snow on the ground And new spring clothing arriving daily Help Gary Michaels make room All winter merchandise now up to 80% off Sport coats as low as $99 Suits $195 Men's and ladies clothing Final clearance starting at $9.99 Brightened jewelry and accessory markdowns Half off Don't delay Shop now at Gary Michaels Clothiers In downtown Hastings and in Kearney On the Bricks
1: All right, Saints Castillo with the basketball. Brooks Asher controls over to Zach Kidd on the left wing. Now up top to guard. Deep on the right wing. It's gonna be kicked back around to Asher over the left side now. Asher pulls up, he lost it. That was a bad pass by Asher right there. And now ball loose on
3: the floor. Tie up situation possibly. Yep, jump ball, jump ball. Both teams still playing hard, still playing tough. Getting down on that court, and you hear the sound of knees having skin removed from the hardwood.
1: Inbound pass goes to Brooks Asher. Four and a half to play here. A 15-point St. Cecilia lead at
3: 51-36. It's going to be a long bus ride back out west for Sydney. After a, after a showing like this, I mean, they're having a great year. Obviously, this does not define their season, but you never want to come down in a, in a game like this in front of all these people and have a showing like it will, when you're a one-loss team. Zach Kitten trying to weave his way in there.
1: Down to the low post, he's going to draw the foul there, and he'll shoot a couple coming
3: up. Zach Kitten with four points in the second half. That gives him 10 for the game. Make it 11 right there with the first free throw made. Cecilia's shot the ball just extremely well today. And, I mean, I really don't think there's anything necessarily that Sydney could have done differently to keep them in this game with the hot start from Brooks Asher with 18 first-half points. Uh, There's just not much you can do about that.
1: Zach Kitten drains them both, and it's 53-36. Here comes Cutter O'Connell. Crossing the timeline ahead to Jaeger Price. Out of the hands of Winholtz on the left wing. He'll work around. Lane to the hoop from the left side. Won't go on the uh, layup. Zach Means with a rebound. Put back won't go either. But he does draw the foul. Certainly one thing for sure. Zach Means uh, will get the award for best hair.
3: Oh, yeah. the Red Raiders. Similar to that of one Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Only blonde instead of red. First free throw is good. (laughs) Now, the shoes in this game, not near as vivid as the shoes we saw in the last game. That is for sure. Second
1: free throw is good. Yeah, the shoe's a little bit more conservative in this (laughs) game for both ball clubs. Zach Kitten with the ball gives it out to Brooks Asher, who's... Been a little bit uh, quieter in the scoring column here in the second half. Now it goes over to Trey Asher, the kitten.
3: No, he only has four. Four points here in the second half for Asher. However, they, he's still tied for the lead in uh, scoring in the half with Zach Kitten, who also has four. Kitten
1: with the ball right wing, and right now Cecilia so just trying to take the air out of the ball a little bit. Down to 3 minutes and 11 seconds and counting. Trey Asher over to Zach Kitten, right wing. He'll drive, puts it up. Tough shot, won't go. And a rebound, Sydney, Quite a bit too strong on that one for Kitten. Airball, Sydney comes back the other way. Now it's uh, Winholtz with the basketball. Ahead to O'Connell. Works around left side. Pull-up jumper is good from about 12 feet away. 53-42. Now the press is on for Sydney.
3: They can get this back to within single digits. There's still plenty of time on the clock, but Sydney cannot afford this, especially letting St. Cecilia get to the free throw line, although they do need to conserve time. Excuse me. It would be better just to try to get a defensive stop at this point, I think.
1: And every possession counts for the Red Raiders right here. And let's see who's stepping the line here. It'll be Seth Kierkegaard. He has
3: he's had a, a few points here so far. He's got seven in the game, only one in the second half. Six of those seven coming off three pointers in the first half.
1: Free throw's no good, but a rebound comes out to Brooks Asher way up at the top of the
3: key. There's a great job by Schmidt to tip that one out top and get it to your best player this evening anyway and reset, run some more time off the clock and try to get out of here with a win. Asher drives, now gives it out to Trey Asher. Back over to Brooks. Plenty of room. Had no interest in shooting that basketball. Now Here's Brooks again. He'll drive inside. and dr- Drive it right back out. <laughs> He's running in circles out there right now.
1: Grant Schmidt had the ball, but lost it. Goes out of bounds right in front of the scorer's table minute
3: 59 to go in this one. Saints of Australia up big here. They're up 11, 53 to 42. And Like we uh, had talked about before, maybe it was uh, during the previous game, shot clocks in high school basketball. I I truly believe that that's something that would help the game and help these young men develop because you're, you're not going to get a chance to play it at any other level where you can just dribble the ball around and try to burn clock.
1: Absolutely.
3: It's definitely not how basketball was designed to be played.
1: Brooks Asher now facing a double team, and they will get the body foul now on Sydney. They tried to hold off as long as they could without fouling because that's their 10th team foul, which means the rest of the way
3: the Blue Hawks are in the double bonus. Well, if they're going to send somebody to the line. This is not the young man that you want up there in Asher for St. Cecilia. Asher knocks home the
1: first one off the front of the rim and in. It's 23 for him. Second free throw on the way is also good. It's now a 55-42 to 42 lead for St. Cecilia. And that might be all for Brooks Asher here tonight as he'll take a seat. 24 points for the
3: senior. I was just sitting here thinking, trying to remember one of his shots that he missed. None of them stick out, so.
1: Uh, here comes Sidney trying to Get some points from downtown. it up by Cutter O'Connell won't go. And a rebound comes out to St. Cecilia. That's uh,
3: guard. It's a good job by Cindy though. Forcing the jump ball or the held ball. They will get possession here. And try to cut into this 15-point lead. Although, with a minute 28 left, Brandon, I, ju- I just don't see short of Reggie Miller walking out here and scoring. <sighs> Eight points and thirteen seconds. I don't think Sydney's gonna have a shot to pull this one out.
1: O'Connell went to Winholtz, driving inside, lays it up and in. Now they'll turn up the press, the press here. Dayton Seely in the, in trouble here. We get a timeout. St. Cecilia. A minute seventeen to go. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. We're back after this on Classic Hits 98.9.
4: Hastings.com.
0: Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Feel like a president while you relax on a durable leather reclining sofa priced at only five forty nine dollars during the Presidential Savings Event on now at Furniture Direct. And get a signature designed by Ashley Sofa for only three forty nine. dollars Up to 24 months special financing subject to credit approval. Hurry in to the Presidential Savings Event at Furniture Direct. 930 South Burlington behind Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com.
1: Well, thankfully, we've seen no injuries here in our ball ballgame tonight. But we want to say thanks to the good people at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And uh, they are injury report sponsors here for the ballgame. And now we're going to shoot free throws here as uh, Sydney had to, has no choice here. Defensively, they've got a foul down by 13.
3: All St. Cecilia has to do, I'd imagine. Here, Brandon, is maybe one or two more times if they get to the free-throw line. Just make a couple of those. And I imagine Sydney will call off the fouling because this one will definitely be out of reach. as Zach Kitten hits another free-throw. Kitten looks really good from the free-throw line for a big man.
1: Absolutely. 15 points for him. 56-42 at the score now as he'll shoot one more. Got more basketball still to come here on KKPR. Wahoo Newman and Aurora coming up next. Following the completion of this one, second free throw good. Randy Bushcutter will have the call on that. And then stay tuned for the big matchup of the night. Omaha South and Overland of Colorado.
3: Be a good one. Turnover there for Sydney as Schmidt comes away. It looks like they're going to call off the foul. And I'd imagine that Asher will spend some time out near the half court line, dribbling the basketball. As Coach Kevin Asher and the Sydney head coach clearing the benches, sending their young man into the game now. Yeah,
1: lost the basketball out of bounds because he got a little bit of
3: oh,
1: – are they going to call a foul? Okay. He went to the floor. And it's kind of hard to see. There's so many uh, jerseys in front of where – from our vantage point, it's not the
3: best to see right. down on the other end of the floor here. It's a blind spot. It's a blind spot. That's right. Well, you know, Brandon, uh, the folks here at the Harland Event Center have been great to us here this afternoon. Uh, delicious hot dogs. It's been a pleasure, and this is a wonderful facility, and uh, it's it's just a, it's a great event, and just happy and privileged to be a part of it here this year. Yeah, I want to say thanks also to Tino Martinez. Oh yeah,
1: he's the big uh, reason this this uh, tournament comes here every year. And yeah, a free throw is made by Brooks Asher that gives him twenty five points now, and right in the uh, neighborhood being one of the all-time leading scorers here of this tournament. And he makes them both now. He's got 26, and that would put him on the uh, top ten list, I think.
3: I believe so. Yeah, 26. He's tied, tied there at the bottom He get one if he gets one more. I think they took him out, though. So, yes. Uh, both teams
1: unloading their benches. 59-42, our score. And a whole a bunch of new faces here. Give us a chance to uh, introduce you to some of these players.
3: <laughs> The younger guys out here. Looks like uh, John Smith, sophomore, is on the floor for Sydney, along with Jake Burke, another sophomore. And now Seth
1: Tross throws one up and left it just short of the rim. (laughs) 59-42. Here comes St. Cecilia back the other way. Grant Farmer down to 15 seconds ahead to Austin Esch. Now Jack Thompson and Grant Farmer again with the ball. Now it's in the hands of Miles Furman. Out of three seconds, and there's your ball game. A great win here for the Hastings St. Cecilia Bluehawks as they win it 59 to 42 over the Sydney Red Raiders. So, six games now in the books here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Two to go, and really. What well, we thought were going to be a couple of close ball games ended up being. Uh,
3: not so much. Not so
1: much. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Not so much. So uh, we'll take a timeout. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is just around the corner. Stay tuned. You're listening to Classic Hits 98.9.
2: Comfort means something different to everyone. And Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors. Or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853 and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853 are you in need of a meeting place the glenwood business center has a new state-of-the-art executive boardroom for rent by the hour day or week it's a beautiful new facility in downtown hastings and perfect for your professional business meeting a classroom and training event or just a private off-site location to hold your next meeting glenwood can help plan your complete meeting with catering snacks and concierge services call today 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date
0: insurance plus financial services means more than insurance they have a full line of investments plus life health and long-term care also offering both bookkeeping and tax preparation services in fairfield and 715 south burlington in hastings When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best
3: prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know-you-buy, your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. See you at Lee's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings.
0: Keith's Drive In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over the counter medications, trust Keith's Drive In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park.
1: Right, welcome. The New West Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show happening right now here on Classic at 99. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointments. Well, St. Cecilia pretty much did whatever they wanted here in this game, especially in that first half. They got a big first half from Mr. Brooks Asher. Who uh, ended up with 26 points here in the ball game? Uh, as Saint Cecilia wins it here, 59 to 42. By the way, let's just recap real quick all the scores here of this uh, great Heartland Hoops Classic. Uh, this one again, 59-42. Saint Cecilia wins it. Uh, earlier, it was Adam Central over Scotus of Columbus, 61-52. Seward got by Grand, uh, Grand Island Central Catholic, 57 to 25. It was Winnebago in the closest game of the day over Gothenburg, 80 to 78, and I heard that uh, Gothenburg lost that just in the final seconds. So a great ball game there. Riverside defeating Clearwater Orchard today, 71-48, and Amherst a big winner, 70 to 40, over Burning Davenport Shickley. Here in this one again, uh, Saint Cecilia, as I mentioned, they, they pretty much handled Sydney from the get-go. Uh, led all, but uh, at uh, one point of this game, where Sydney had
3: the lead seven to six, really dominating performance. You know, when you get a performance like you got from Asher tonight, it's going to be really difficult to overcome that, even for a really good team like Sydney. You know, they come into this game with one loss, and you couldn't you couldn't tell you couldn't tell that they were a Class B team and St. Cecilia is a Class C two team. I mean, the population numbers and all that that play into the Class C, you know, to the class classifications is is a big deal and saint cecilia proved that they not only belong on the same floor with these bigger schools but that they are better than these bigger schools in many cases yeah and i'll be curious
1: to see here as uh, the totals are getting added up here as far as uh, the shooting is concerned saint cecilia if you're not aware they shot 80 percent in that first half it was like
3: 80 I think it was like 87 they were 12 of 15 in the first half yeah. I mean, and six un- to seven from three,
1: so unbelievable. Every, every possession, they were not missing. Of course, they did shoot a lot of free throws as well in that first half, but yeah, but still, uh, twelve to fifteen—that's impressive at any point. Uh, making that many shots, and you know, they didn't need to score a ton in the second half. They they played great defense, and they kept Sydney pretty much
3: in check. You know, uh, second half here, St. Cecilia made more free throws than they had than they did field goals. You know, and like we were talking about with Zach Kitten getting to the line, hitting all of his free throws, I don't think he missed one. You know, it's really important, as I've emphasized over both of these games today, how how much I think free throws are important. And if you're St. Cecilia and you're having, you know, maybe a little trouble there in that second half getting going, but you know you can get to the free throw line and your guys are going to knock him down. And by the way,
1: uh, just taking a look at the scoring column here, Brooks Asher, uh, the the big leading scorer here, 26 points as he gets into the uh, – the uh, category here of being named one of the top scorers here in this tournament. Uh, a lot of great names on that list of uh, all-time leading scorers. Holden Eckhout, Turner Fahey, Connor Baronic. The last four years, just a few of them to mention here. The uh, all-time leading scorer was just last year, Johnny Trueblood at Elkhorn South, scoring 42 in this uh, tournament. But again, Asher with 26. Uh, we had Zach Kitten with 14 in this ball game for St. Cecilia, seven for Seth Kierkegaard coming off the bench. Only six players scored here for St. Cecilia. Uh, that's pretty impressive. They didn't need to go to their bench too much, although a lot of players did play. Yep. Uh, had four points for Grant Schmidt, three points, or uh, one point, rather, for Dayton Sealy. For Dayton Sealy and, and, yeah. and uh, Boyd there also with a point. As for Sydney, uh, led in scoring by Grant, or uh, excuse me, by Tyler Winholtz. Winholtz, yeah. 16 points for him, 12 points for uh, O'Connell there, Cutter O'Connell. And a lot of guys with uh, four points and three points. We had uh, Zach Means with four, uh, Heron with four, two points apiece for uh, Porter. And And Radcliffe. Radcliffe, and then three points for uh, Price. You know, I I really think they could have – they could have used Zach means quite a bit more, but he got into early foul trouble, and that was a testament to the Saint Cecilia game plan, I think,
3: in the in the first half. Yeah, yeah, very much so. You know, I mean they they did a great job of, of forcing them to take bad shots. As we're looking at these numbers here, Sydney only shot thirty nine percent for the game from the field, uh, three of ten from three point range. They had, uh, you know, they, they did take care of the ball fairly well though, with only seven turnovers compared to the eleven that Saint Cecilia had, but. I mean, this number right here, when you shoot 18 of 26, 69% from the field for an entire game, 67% from three, I mean, 71%. I mean, all of these percentages, 71% from the free throw line. When, you're, when your lowest percentage is from three and you're 67%, I'm uh, pretty sure you're not going to lose a lot of those
1: ball games. No, absolutely not. Uh, great, great numbers there put up by the St. Cecilia team. How about this, Uh, 71% from the free throw line in St. Cecilia, 90% for uh, Sydney on 9 of 10 free throw shooting. Not bad. Uh, We're going to take one more time out. We'll be back to wrap things up here from Grand Island right after this.
0: The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over.
4: Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality, hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends.
2: Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive. 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. Stop at
0: Thompson Oil Company 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded E10 with ethanol and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings.
1: And we welcome again one more time here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC, Brandon Peoples and Nick Berry. Here, bringing you the uh, past two ball games. Good, good day here for the Hastings schools. St. Cecilia 59 42, winner over Sydney, and Adams Central over Columbus Scotus 61 52. The next two games will be brought to you by a cur- uh, courtesy of Randy Bushcutter. He'll be bringing you Aurora and Wahoo Newman next. Number two, Wahoo Newman in Class C1, and Aurora number three in Class B. Then uh, the final matchup everyone's waiting for here the number one team in Class A. Omaha South taking on number two team uh, from Colorado, Overland of
3: Aurora, should be a, a great couple of ball games. Man. Should be a great one. Omaha South has yet to lose this season, and uh, with a of Rope Husker recruit out there at Omaha South, going up against uh, Deron Davis, it uh, should be should be a great game. Yeah, so uh, plenty of time to still get out here for those ones. Definitely. And uh,
1: again, we'll have the rest of them here on Classic Hits 98.9 and streaming live at com. Again, internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call the schedule of campus visits. That's going to do it here for us here at the Heartland Events Center. I'm Brandon Peoples for Nick Queering, and I want to say uh, thanks to our engineer as well uh, back at the station for uh, putting us on the air tonight. And uh, we. Sure have appreciated bringing you this one here this evening. Uh, So long here from Grand Island.